0: Biz for Good show is sponsored by Media Agency HQ. Media Agency HQ is a -a one-of-a-kind software development and marketing firm. They offer turnkey solutions to help create and manage internet, digital, and social media marketing and management. MediaAgencyHQ.com Welcome to the Biz for Good show
1: episode 92 92 ooh, 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 ooh. welcome to episode 92 i am your host bobby glenn james along with the ryan pinkington and today of course we have what ryan an amazing guest an amazing guest the daryl stern not the other stern but the daryl stern on the show ooh. today people have you had some caffeine? <laughs> no, I have had no caffeine for at least two weeks, uh, but I am drinking some kind of ginseng thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tell us about the show, Ryan. Yeah,
2: thanks for joining us for another episode of the Biz for Good show. This is episode 92. Uh, you are the gift to the world with Daryl Stern, the other Stern, Absolutely. as he puts it. And the uh, cooler <laughs>
1: Stern. He's the cooler, white-haired Stern. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I dig your hair, man. Your hair's the coolest. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had hair.
3: Well, I, it's because I worry about you so much, so I'm hoping <laughs> that you guys are better now so I can get my color back.
1: Oh. Yeah, well, we worry, and our hair just falls out. I'd rather have gray than it fall out. <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daryl Stern is an international-known digital marketing thought leader who believes that marketing is theater and the art of starting meaningful conversations. Uh, his Stern storming process... Brings drama and emotion to inbound marketing and his perseverance in his belief that you are the gift to the world and the world needs your gifts uh, has led his clients to international influence and massive profits. And we are so glad to have him on the show. We had him at our summit in St. George. Or not our summit. It was... Uh, Outlier Festival.
1: Yes, Outliers Festival. Yes, yeah, the Outliers Podcast Festival. Amazing. And He was at the L.A. one just here a couple weeks ago, last week, something like that. Yep. Uh, the, this whole podcasting community is so powerful and cool. And absolutely at the forefront is Mr. Daryl Stern. And we're excited to have you on the show, my friend. Love uh, his
2: voice, too, man.
1: Yeah, he's got a great voice. He's going <laughs> to... He's going to give us some some fun stuff. Well, guys, welcome to the show, two fun, adventurous entrepreneurs sharing the experiences of the real secret to success in business, doing all things with a be-good, do-good mindset. There is so much bad noise in the world. Let's get out there and fight against it with the good. Find fight us against on- the noise. Good against the noise. <sighs>
2: And I wanted to say, so I have a little rant today.
1: Oh, Ryan has a rant. I have a rant. It's a Ryan rant.
2: Ryan rant.
1: Ryan rant. Ryan rant. Uh,
2: you know, the more security we got going on in, in banks and wherever we're going, it seems like they're upping their security all the time. Have to. Every, and you're in this world. Yep. So I, my rant is, is please, if you're a hacker, stop. <laughs> I am done with this. <laughs> having to increase my security every other day. We're gonna get our fingers chopped off and our hands chopped off. <laughs> keep going like this. Out
4: in the car, is saying that they should. T- they're
2: gonna take out my eyeballs too. going to take my eyeballs out. Oh yeah. So <laughs> they can scan your eyeballs in. Yeah, Daryl, you probably know that that sci-fi movie where they were doing that. Like, what movie
3: was that? Oh yeah, most definitely. What is I that? Make one great. Hmm? <laughs> 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 there you
1: go. He's like the. Bo- yeah. He is no, the most no like Yoda I've ever heard. Uh, yeah.
3: I, I was just gonna say that, like, some of the hackers, like, you wonder, like, w- I mean, why? Like, really, why are they doing this? Like, what are they trying to prove, or what are they trying to do? And the funny thing is, is that a lot of, the, and then in the hacking world, a lot of those people then go on to jobs, very, very high-paying jobs in security, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because they were so good at hacking that now they get hired to try and stop other hackers. And you almost think, like, wait a minute. That's kind of an odd loop. You know? <laughs> you know, the better a hacker I am, the more eventually I'll be able to get a job preventing other hackers. So yeah. I don't know how. Well, it takes a takes a thief. Don't click on thieves. that link in, the, in that email. Oh. It's not really from your bank. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, if, if you can I mean, spend a few years in prison and then you come out with a $200,000 a year job. So man. That's,
2: that's oh, a, yes. I,
3: okay, so – your bank is usually like wellsfargo.com or it's bank.wellsfargo.com. So somebody over on the other side of the world registered bankwellsfargo.com without the dot, whether it's not a subdomain. And that's what they do. They're basically making it look exactly like you would glance at it. That's the right domain. I always say, you know, copy links, turn off your, you know, turn off your internet, whatever, and literally like check these things out and also you can go to a site called who is i don't know we we're going to talk about this but <laughs> wow about this. but who is.org right can actually track who is behind the domain name that is in the email so you can do that paste it into a notepad don't put it in your browser go to that site go to it and if it's timbuktu or norway or the middle of russia china wherever go go, <laughs> don't, go. Don't, don't, go.
2: don't do
1: it's- it people. Don't Yeah, it is unfortunate and sad that we have to protect ourselves from that stuff. One run, rotten egg, man. Yeah, one one thousand four hundred and thirty three rotten eggs, and it messes everybody up. You gotta love it.
3: Yeah, the other thing is buy a Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Buy a
1: Mac. Oh, there it is, Ryan. There it is. (laughs) Buy a Mac. All right, we we know, we know. Thanks, man.
2: Anyways, that's the Ryan rant. (laughs) That's your we don't have any of those ever. So.
1: Well, hey, keep folks, find us on Instagram or Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We have been consistently above 100 on iTunes in business. Ooh. You know, we were above Tony Robbins there yes. for a little bit. I, you have, I have that? a picture to prove it. I <laughs> have a picture to prove it. Uh, we've, we've been working hard, getting the message out, guys. The be good, do good business model is the most impactful business model you can do use in the business world. Please people. This is not just foo-foo. This is the real deal. Doing good in business. If you really want to make an impact and be ultra successful. Where are we going, Ryan? What are we doing? Oh, (laughs) we've got to tell you there, this episode, we we have a giveaway. This episode, I forgot. We've got to tell people we have two, we have two tickets to the and they are two day passes to FearCon, which is uh tomorrow and Saturday. You want to read them?
2: Yeah, October 12th right to 13th. I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's a $25 value per ticket.
1: So, all of our listeners, I know we have listeners all around the country and we have listeners all around the world. Uh, but if you're gonna be in Utah for the next two days. Come get these tickets. This is going to be really... I mean, they've got Comic-Con and, and all the other cons, and FearCon, I'm sure, will just be a super fun, fiery, scary... If you're, into the,
2: if you're in the dark side of things.
1: If you're in the, the fear, dark side, and it's then, Halloween, man. And Everybody's then, into that.
2: And then Daryl said he's going to sweeten the pot. So you got to stay to the end of the show to get to...
1: to yeah, the, you're going to have to stay to the end of the show. We're going to tell you how you can win the tickets. you got to listen, folks, to win the tickets. Sorry. So if you're listening right now... Don't go away because Daryl's going to tell us how to get these tickets, right, Daryl? Yes, I am. And what are you going to do to sweeten the pot? What, what do you got? You said you got something else. You're going to sweeten the pot a little.
3: Well, I'm going to give anybody who um, who wants one, and also and also obviously these these top people that are that are winning the contest a complimentary stern storming session with me. That's basically 30 minutes to look at where your company is, where all this digital marketing stuff is at, and how can we start. To create influence and profits and more business for your business by, of course, what you guys would say is, you know, doing good and doing good for others.
1: Oh, can we just go right into the interview? Because it just popped into the front of my head. You said, I know we usually ask a question, but hey, it's our show and we can do whatever the hell <laughs> heck we want. Um, <laughs> Me. Uh, uh, so... Uh, we usually ask, you know, tell us something about you, but I just find it really fascinating the story where you took the guy on YouTube and he, you just had him be himself. Could you tell us yeah. that story? How, because, you know, you just kind of opened the whole box of what you create, what you do, what you're kind of all about. Can you just tell us that story? Cause I really find it that when I heard it down at the festival, I just really thought, you know what, that, that right there is how to make an impact in social media.
3: Well, sure. I, I grew up in I grew up in the theater. My my parents were educators. My father was a philosophy professor, and I was always learning. You know, cognitive thinking and logic and words have meaning and all that. And as I got into business, I wanted to start the world's first ethical you know website design company. way back in the '90s, and I, as media started to come out. I realized that marketing is you know, theater and we live in a very media driven society, You know, video. Everything is driven by media, sound bites, sound clips, videos, blogs, all this kind of stuff. So I thought, what is a way to like kill two birds with one stone? And also how can you just simply use what you're really good at, what you can teach, what you can demonstrate, what you can show you know to create profits and influence. So there's a guy here in town in Englewood, Colorado. His name is Saul Reisman, local auto mechanic uh, has a shop off in an alleyway, you know, off in Englewood. You can't even see it from the main street. Came to me with a one page website. I said, look, we're going to make you an international sensation. We're going to quintuple your business. and I'm going to make you a millionaire. Here's how we're going to do it. Every single week. First off, he has a doctorate or no, a master's degree in physics. Okay. And he fixes cars. <laughs> He's an encyclopedia of everything you ever wanted to hear about in terms of how to repair cars all the different kinds of auto manufacturers. Like I've learned stuff like Volkswagen Auto Group actually makes the parts for Lamborghini and Bentley. And like, it's just fascinating how cars are made and all of this stuff. So I went down to his shop. We started videoing him every single week and he's out in his shop demonstrating what he's doing. He's talking about it. He's showing the different things that he's doing, the different cars and trucks that he's fixing. And what I did with those videos is we we put them on YouTube we optimized them. We also had them transcribed, meaning every word out of, his, out of his mouth became a blog on his website. And then I did something called interlinking, which is where, if you guys are old enough to, as me, you know, to remember this thing called books. <laughs> I've uh, heard of them. Uh, in the back books, of a book, yeah. Well, in the back of a book, if you guys wrote the ultimate, the ultimate, you know, a manual on how to do good in business, right? you would have things like, you know, charity, serving others, customer service, like all these keywords, right, that you're always talking about. And I'm sure if you guys transcribed your show, there would be these repeating terms that you guys are always using. So you do all that. You interlink them all together. And then uh, we found the Twitter handles for every time i make making model car that there is. We found all the Facebook handles for the local dealerships and all that. And we did 135. We're now over 150 of these video blogs inside of the first eight months, okay? My other philosophy in marketing is to get very specific. There's a problem. What, In other words, what could go viral? What's something that people are really talking about in terms of these types of cars and trucks and defects and recalls and all of that? So everybody drives Jeeps in Colorado because of the off-road driving, mountain driving and all that. There's a problem with Jeeps called a Jeep death wobble. Literally, if you don't maintain your Jeep, the steering wheel will shake, it'll crack, you can go off the road and die. We made, I asked Saul about that. He says, I know everything about it. I said, okay, he goes on in this video. I don't have to edit him. He just right off the top of his head. I say, ready, set, go, he goes. Six and a half minutes, he's under a Jeep talking about this issue. That video has had over 110,000 views organically on YouTube and he has directly made over a million dollars in direct sales from that. Now, if you Google things like Bentley repair in Englewood, Colorado, Lamborghini, Maserati, he comes up number one, two, three, and four, because a lot of people don't realize that Google owns YouTube. Uh, so they always wanna put the videos up there in the, in the search. But then finally, what happened is he, uh, he got called up by the Forbes 30 under 30. They flew him to Tel Aviv to work with Google and Apple on driver safety apps. And he's become you know an international influential person. He actually gets calls from Hawaii and France and all over the world. He's seen in a hundred and something countries now just of him fixing cars and just doing what he does. So my philosophy, what we'll get into at the end of the show is is that your knowledge, your experience, what you can teach, what you know that you kind of take for granted. like. Yeah, I'm, I know how to, I'm a brain surgeon. So what? You know, other people are like, holy crap, you're a brain surgeon. Wow, tell me more. Like, that's <laughs> the idea that these things that you take for granted are a gift to the world. Everything that you've learned and what you can teach and what you can demonstrate are a gift to the world. What I just do is simply help to digitalize those and use all these tools and SEO and Facebook, you know, and all this kind of stuff to put it out there. But everyone has, has, gifts in them, talents in them, that if you woke up every day and you said, you know what, all I want to do is use my brilliant mind to do the brilliant things that I'm really brilliant at. And you held on to that. And you said every morning, you know what, it doesn't matter what I'm going to do. It's who I want to be. What is my legacy? Who do I want to be in this world? What do I want to be known for? That's the key to digital marketing. It's more for me, because my father was a philosophy professor of the underlying philosophy of business and marketing not, you know, whether it's a click funnel ad and all that. Be doo doos
1: It's really kind of about your, <clears art. throat>
3: about your art. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, the organization of it is, is that when I do a stern storming session, the problem, the biggest problem with people is that in business is that they speak in generalities, right? We can save you time and money. Okay. Or you know the people that want to be a coach right and they're big huge you know they i want to coach all men in the universe well you can't first of all because <laughs> because because what you specifically know and what you specifically went through in your life is then what you can turn around and coach somebody else in so those people i've worked with people that they come up to me with this general concept and then i narrow them down i ask them questions that lead down to a, what did they really know about what is their life experience and then we get down to the very, very close. Um, the very, very narrowly focused. Some people call a marketing niche and all this kind of stuff of the people that they can really serve the best. So when you talk about doing good in business, right? And you asked me, you were going to ask me about, well, what does that mean to me? It's serving using have to your, ask talents and your abilities, right mm-hmm. to the best of your ability and really helping those that can really benefit from you the most right? Because those people, there's the art and science of inbound marketing instead of outbound marketing is that then those fewer people that really, really, really benefit. You really know how to help them and you really help them are the ones that are going to become your biggest fans and tell other people with similar problems about you. Awesome. Awesome. That was a big sentence. It was, I speak (laughs) long.
1: I do. (coughs) (laughs) So we have a little bit of an echo. Are we echo? Are, are, do you hear through us through your thing, or did we? Well, I've
3: got, I've got you on my speaker, so you might want to mute. You know what I'm saying. Um, what am I trying to say? Like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I don't have <laughs> headphones on, so that's what the problem is.
1: Sorry. Right. Okay, we may be, it may just be a little bit – it may not be too bad. It only picks okay. it up every now and again. The, the device probably cancels it out sometimes. I was just – so, wow, that was, that was, uh, you answered so much stuff. So can we, <laughs> I, we were gonna, where do we go we were now? We're going to find
2: out about Daryl here. Oh, yes. We, yeah, we bit. still
1: want to go back a little bit and find out a little bit about Daryl. So you're a Jersey boy.
3: That's right. How you doing?
1: <laughs> How you doing? How did you end up in Denver?
3: Uh, marriage, divorce, and misadventures. I just kind of landed here. Uh, by the skin of my teeth, about eight years ago, and my ex lives about 250 miles from here, east of here, in a small town in Kansas. So I I started my entire life over at age 39, almost 40, uh, all by myself out here in uh, in the Mile High City.
1: Awesome. awesome. You were gonna tell us, gosh, we were you were gonna tell us a story. What was that? Uh, well, I
3: was gonna tell you the story about about Schoolhouse Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. Let's hear about that.
1: So yeah. Okay,
3: so I. Okay, so when from a very young age, uh, I was involved in theater. I had you know marionette puppets when I was a kid. My uncle built me a puppet stage. I'd boss all the other kids around in the neighborhood and put on puppet shows and stuff. And uh, then I got into musical theater and musical comedy and all of these type of things. And then I got an agent and I was going into New York City. I would go to fourth grade or fifth grade or junior high school and my dad would race me into New York City in the afternoon to go audition for a part. So I got. Uh, the audition for the very first series of Schoolhouse Rock cartoons. Most most Schoolhouse Rock is a one-off. Like I'm just a Bill or Interplanet Janet. It's one episode, that's it. But this was going to be the first series of Schoolhouse Rock cartoons with the same character in them. So I got the part of Scooter Computer on the four-part series, what became a four-part series, called Scooter Computer and Mr. Chips. And it was all about a, a young boy who comes home and he's got a new friend and it's this computer. And it was really songs about what a computer can do and what it can't do. And, and, it, it, and it was just amazing. Right now, it's funny because people look at it, they think it's dated. But the funny thing about, about computers is Pablo Picasso said, computers are useless. You know, They can only give us answers. It's our human experience that moves us forward. So. In terms of scooter-computer, a lot of the things that that Mr. Chips explains that a computer can only, you know, interpret data, answer questions, give you back, you know, the the results that you need. That's basically all a computer does. In all the sophistication of it, it's still bits and bytes just processing information and running programs and instructions. It's our human experience that then is changing because of this technology, which is, of course, just going faster and faster.
1: Yeah, I look. I'm a
3: philosopher. I, like to talk I looked
1: one up on, on YouTube just a little bit ago. It's on YouTube. You can you can yeah. you can watch, you can watch him. Super super fun. And it, and it was cool because it was dated, but it was still kind of cool to. Because I remember, you know, in eighty. It was what eighty two or something when you when you Yeah,
3: and yeah. that Mr. Chips was voiced by Bob Caliban, who was the king of voiceovers in the seventies and eighties. He was the Tidy Ball Man, Morris the Cat. He did most of the voiceovers that you heard on television and radio uh, in the 70s and 80s. And it was, a, it was a thrill because, I mean, here I am, you know, what, 11, 12 years old, and I'm in New York City in a big recording studio with the big headphones on, and they're coaching me through, you know, singing the different songs. And it, it was a thrill. I became, you know, a little mini recording artist. And, mm-hmm. and since then, I mean, I, they've made box seat, you know, DVDs of it, and it's been, it's still around, you know, even today, and people are still commenting on it on facebook and it was a joy to be a part of that project
1: super cool that's super super cool you got and something to say ryan yeah but you had a parent like his, they bought a big
2: vcr and
3: oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the saturday okay so we didn't know exactly i don't know if we knew we got a letter in the mail with when this was going to be on tv so i'm watching saturday morning cartoons all of a sudden and I hadn't seen it. Like, I didn't know what the animation of it would look like. Like, we didn't know, we just did the voiceover. So all of a sudden, up comes the characters to have some fun or pass a quiz, just follow this computer whiz. And all of a sudden I'm like, mom, mom! And we're screaming and grandma comes down and stairs, ah! And we were screaming so hysterically, we missed the whole darn thing. Like, we just <laughs> jumping around screaming to death that, you know, here it is, here's my voice broadcast all over the country. That night, my parents got out I don't know what they you know mortgaged the house or whatever to go get this thing <laughs> called a VCR, which in 1983 weighed 120 pounds, <laughs> giant steel thing by Hitachi. I mean, literally, that's what it was. You know, VCR back then. And next Saturday, I was you know hit and record right when I when it, right when it would come on, so I could get them. And it was really, uh, it really was really fortunate because when they eventually came out with the DVD set of it um they lost episode one which is the introduction one where i'm singing the most Mm -hmm. and i thought i had lost it too and then it was just five years ago that i found it on a vhs tape that i still had with me dubbed it over and got it onto youtube and uh and preserved that first episode
1: wow that's so awesome yeah yeah cool cool
3: (laughs) <laughs> it was so I mean yeah I mean I, I have a question for you guys so what do you think computers have really done I mean I you know really really to to change our society because I have a I have an answer to that question but in the essence of it the internet and computers what do you think they have really done to our society
1: you got a, you got an answer to that Ryan I know what I think You don't have an answer (laughs) I have an answer so it
2: is it is kind of a it's an I believe it's the way we handle the technology that can move us forward and I'm grateful for the technology that we do have that we use it in the right ways just like we're talking about the hackers right Right. but they're kind of doing the good thing too uh, when they do when they turn for the good but but it's on the way you handle the technology
1: yeah, I I really believe that yeah, The 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 computer, the technology now has made the world tinier. In the fact mm-hmm. that we are all so connected and and really it's pretty cool. It's actually really cool yeah. how connected how how we can we can interview a little 4-year-old girl and her mom in Australia for our show oh, yeah. uh just off the cuff we can connect with people all over the world so easily now. And I just really, and even, you know, we talk about social media and people complain about social media all the time. But, you know, I have connections with people I haven't seen in 30 years because of social media that I would have never, ever seen, never known what happened to them. And, and I see them on a regular basis, you know, what crap they ate yesterday. Or, and <laughs> yeah. I, I just think that's cool i think that is awesome and i think the technology has really made the world a tinier place it's not so vast and overwhelming we can connect to just about anybody and i, and I love it I, I love technology i love looking at the future
3: and i would like to add that yeah any- I, I could oh, i'm sorry was someone else gonna go yeah. yeah i would just like to add that you know anything
1: used in the right way can be good you know books have been around for centuries and yet, you can find books on good things, you can find books on bad things. It depends on how you use the technology that you have. The force. Exactly. Hmm. Are you the good or the bad? Right, now. Okay. Yeah,
3: I would say that the internet, the internet, to me, is the ultimate leveling playing field. Back during the, the, during the times of monarchs and kings and queens and peasants, right, it was the middle class, it was the business class, the French bourgeois, as they were called, that eventually rose to power because they had their own money and they didn't need to listen to the king and the queen and that's what toppled eventually monarchy monarchies and now and you know and created democracy that's what I believe it was commerce and business now anyone can do it there's even more accessible Hmm. now we used to take what a a news van and big satellite dishes and a big multi-million dollar studio to broadcast right broadcasting was just available to television you know big huge studios and all that and now we can all have it in the palm of our hands I think one of, the, one of the negative you know, issues to that is that we're getting, we're confusing what a real social interaction is, because to me, a social interaction is not this all day, right? <laughs> and just, and the relationships that you have with just the people in this, and that there has to be a time to turn this off and actually go and shake hands and meet and get a hug or have your mom or your dad or your spouse or whatever, actually put their hand on your face and actually have that kind of human contact. That's the, you know, the negative swing of it. But the web is an extension of our human consciousness. There's a new ping now that can go all over the world in an instant. So we're actually faster and faster and faster. Now there's a problem with that too, because it's so fast that we don't even know what the heck to pay attention to anymore. There's so much going on. That is so true,
1: yeah. yeah, Oh my gosh, you're bombarded constantly.
3: So here's an, uh, an example of technology. Back when the telegraph was invented, they said that, uh, you know, they said, well, now you can know what time it is in Boston in Texas. And a Texan stood up and said, why the heck would I need to know what time it is in Boston? <laughs> right? In other words, I mean- That's right. You got two they, Texans in the house. It. That's what we would you say, know, right?
1: See, Don Trill.
3: <laughs> 24-hour news and all this and all this bombardment of it, of it all. And really in our, in our loving, caring lives of having a family and, and relationships and all that kind of stuff. No, we don't really need all of this, quite so much of it. And we, as the older people, have to really sit down and make sure that, you know, the younger generation and the younger generation can teach us, too, something about, you know, what this is good for and what it's also bad for. And any technology has always been, you know, turned to the dark side or turned to the light. True, true. It's all. There's always
1: a... And, and, and we, we talk about uh, Biz for Good or the Be Good, Do Good movement is, you know, you can make lots of money doing bad things. You can make lots yeah. of money and do bad things, but you cannot keep doing the same thing doing bad things you have to jump around you can't create something lasting and great by doing some bad things it just will not last the only way to make it last is to create something that is good for the human race or most
3: definitely or
1: animal race or you know something good (laughs) (laughs) so so those are the two those two things so uh the title of the show today is You Are the Gift to the World. Can you tell us something about that, Daryl? What, is, what, is, what does that mean, You Are the Gift to the World?
3: Well, I think a lot of, a lot of especially in business and entrepreneurship, you know, we're, we're stuck on well, what do we have to do? What do we have to do next? What oh, do we have to do? So true. You know, what's the next thing that we need to do? And really, it's more about who do you want to be? right who do you want to be in this world what do you want to be known for if someone said what is the point of all this digital marketing i would say well it's to it's to make you be known right what do you, what is your what are you known for what is your reputation so i think you know that that aspect of it is is so much you know more important the the you as our gift to the world is is my dad used to tell me growing up he said that there's a couple of things they can never take away from you they can never take away your mind they can never take away your education and and they can never take away what your gifts are what you know what you can teach and demonstrate and marketing i i worked with people and they go wait a minute all i have to do is just talk about you know and demonstrate the things that i already know it can't <laughs> be that simple and i go yeah it is it's that simple <laughs> be known for something how do you how do you get all this stuff about influence influencer well i built an influencer from a local local auto mechanic and all we did was just have him strut his stuff and do his thing and just talk about it and demonstrate it and do it and you know to market what you do you've got to tell people what you got, what you do and you've got to tell them over and over and over again in so many different ways one of the other problems that, that people don't understand is that so you know oh I tried Twitter or I posted to Facebook and no one liked it and especially with the with the younger generation well, I posted to Instagram nobody liked my picture like first off none of this really matters. Human interaction and love and caring matter more than that. But still it's like, but still I totally lost my train of thought.
1: I love going try. down that you're going down the hill, I, yeah, you're I, going I, down I, the hill and all of a sudden you've lost control.
3: I just control. crashed. But, but what, what I'm getting at is that, is that if you, well, we're Well, when we get to the contest, we're going to challenge you guys with a question. Uh, I'm gonna ask you guys a question, and the and the people that send in the best answers are gonna get this stormstorming with me in the FearCon tickets. And it's about this, about this aspect of. Well, let's the just other part. let's is that? just
1: jump into that. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and jump let's into do it. it. Yeah, let's do it. So, folks, this is the moment of truth. If you've been listening and you're up for these FearCon tickets, it's $50 worth of tickets, two-day passes. Uh, Daryl, tell us about how they can win this.
3: Okay. So I always say that it's great and wonderful to take pride in what you do, to wake up every day and you know what, I'm good at this, I'm really gifted at this, I'm really brilliant at this. So I want you guys to make a list and send in a list of the top things that you really can teach someone else. I don't care if it's how to turn on a phone or how to get a virus off a computer or how to sweep a porch and make it clean and neat and tidy. I don't care what it is because everything has value. So, so your job here to, to win the tickets is to make a list of the top 10 things that you can teach that you're really good at. Top 10 things.
2: And they can, yep.
1: uh, they can email that to info at bizforgoodshow? Uh, yes. Email it at info at bizforgoodshow.com. Top 10. Top 10. Woo. Your top And title it what? Top 10 talents. You
3: know, to title it, I am a gift to the world.
1: Ooh. Really? Yeah, See, that's, yeah. that's, that's why we have good that's people on I the show. Amazing I am a gift to the world. Okay. So people, email in, I am a gift to the world is the subject line. Your 10 things you can teach the human race. And email it to info at bizforgoodshow.com com. That's B-I-Z, the number four, goodshow.com. Info the, at bizforgoodshow.com. Info <laughs> at bizforgoodshow.com. And then we'll announce it tomorrow? We'll announce it. On we'll, Facebook? Well, well, yeah, we could announce it tomorrow on Facebook. I like that because we need to give the tickets out today, hopefully. So, um, people, send that in quick. We'll get that to you. We'll post it all over our social who wins and why and 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 yep. we'll connect you with with Mr. Stern. Awesome. Hey daryl yes. thank you so much for being on the show. Can you leave us with any last words of wisdom and and where people can connect to you and all that good stuff? Are we good with that? well sure? Yeah.
3: I run I uh, I have two different businesses. One is at stern.marketing, that's my marketing agency and sternmarketingacademy.com is my marketing school where I actually teach you how to grow your own influence using all the tools that we have available. So you can go to sternmarketingacademy.com, just sign up for the free uh, newsletter, and I'll get right back in touch with you, and we can schedule a free uh, half-hour Sternstorming session.
1: Sternstorming session. Sternstorming session. Sternstorming session. Sternstorming storm. session. <laughs> Love it. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> Anything you want to wrap it up, Ryan? You got oh, anything? Man.
2: I just you you have so much insight and I really appreciate you being on the show and it was really fun to hang out with you over in St. George and and meet you and and all that good stuff.
1: Can you give us a a, a scooter computer uh some some uh quote knowledge and wrap sure. it up with a when- with a Yoda out.
3: <laughs> okay, when school lets out I race right home I'm faster than the bus. There's just no end to what we do with Mr. Chips around. He'll help me with my homework so I really get it down. There you go. And then, um, uh... <laughs> Jinga and remember, and remember this. Get up every day, use your gifts, and do or do not. There is no try. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. That is, I, that's my favorite
1: quote of Yoda's, my absolute... Favorite all-time quote.
3: I live, my, I live my life by it, brother.
1: I live my life by it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ryan, you want to take us out? Yeah.
2: Uh, again, thanks for, for being on the show, uh, Daryl, and uh, we want to thank all the people behind the scenes here. We've got don trail my wife Linda, and Cedric, and a big Cedric, shout out to Cedric.
1: Not the entertainer <laughs> is behind, but
2: he's entertaining <laughs> at the controls. And then we have Eliana from a distance. We just want to say who, thank you. Who
1: actually rounded up these tickets for us. Yeah. So yeah, big big kudos to Ileana, the producer.
2: Yeah, so uh, we'll leave the show with the hashtag be good do good three <laughs> times. We get loud on the third time. Bobby goes crazier than everyone else.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. No, we gotta get yes, louder than Bobby. Oh, there <laughs> you go.
2: Anyways, there we, hashtag <laughs> be, be good, good do good. good.
1: Be be Good, good, Do Good good.
2: Hashtag
0: Be be Good, Do Good
2: good. Yeah, that's a wrap
0: Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington This is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go.